Happy Monday, everybody. Stephen Sandy Max in studio, our beautiful Avenue Studios here on Wisconsin Avenue in downtown Milwaukee. Scene of an incredible weekend of fun and celebration. So I'm going to talk about freeways and my, my pal... Founder, one of the founders, because there's co-founders, correct? Are yes. You? Yes. Yeah, Angela Zeller, co-founder. Yes, and Jeremy Foyette joins us in the studio. Now, you guys have just met for the first time. Actually, uh, I met Jeremy probably 2013, 2014, when I moved back from Chicago. And I just started with the arts page at Milwaukee PBS and met Jeremy talking big ideas, especially about placemaking and how to and and that concept. was kind of like the impetus of the night market downtown. And that's yeah, what I was just yeah. saying. The night so market was Sandy's coming ideas. Up. Yeah. No, 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 no. But it was thank very, you, Sandy. I appreciate it. It was very fun to move back to Milwaukee, a place where I went to college, and and leaving Chicago, where it just has such a reputation as such a huge world class city. So to be reunited and with my college town, and one of the first people I meet is someone who's very visionary and thinking ahead about how to make Milwaukee. An even better city, an even more connective city. They're making me blush. Can't see it. But it's been fun to watch you from <laughs> afar you. now to, to see how many things you're involved in with Night Market back on Wednesday, right down here yeah. in front of the avenue. Well, that's turned out good, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, West Town, you know, West Town has kind of taken over the reins of that, and they've just done an amazing job with like the infrastructure and growing it. And it's just, I mean, I come down here and it's really surreal every time, you know, just thousands of people when we first started i think it was like 300 people the first night and we're like is this going to do anything and now to see it like this it just you gotta get the goosebumps every time you come down so to see your vision come to life you know we always see renderings and it's like oh oh, these are all the little drawings of people and they're actually milling about that's a nice segue because uh, we're talking a lot about renderings and ideas about 794 so -hmm. for the folks who aren't here it basically for lack of a better term it connects the market to the home would you agree with that with, with some off ramps to get into the downtown correct. in various different areas correct so your idea and others is that perhaps we should look at this in a much different way maybe get it from this elevated freeway connector and i, I think it's safe to call it a freeway connector because that's what it does correct to a at grade boulevard so give me your thoughts as somebody who who looks big picture on one, is it feasible? And two, why should we do that? I think just take a step back from freeways. When you address these kind of topics, you have to understand where future, the future of cities are going. Where the when you have a downtown, it was where you worked and then you went home. And you know, it, you know, before that, you lived by where you worked. And then we, you know, for since the 1960s, we progressively got further away from where we worked and had longer commute times. And so we designed cities that way. Well, where cities are going is the heart of the city will not be a central business district. It will be a central social district. So when you start thinking about social, and we just saw a big social event over the weekend, and how cities are going to be, you have to start to rethink how people are going to use it. More, you know, the, the biggest growing census tracts in the city of Milwaukee are downtown and the surrounding neighborhoods, and people are going to want different things. So one of those different things is, well, I don't want an elevated freeway disconnecting my city. How do we bring it down the grade? How does it connect um, both sides of the third ward? How do we actually, because a lot of people actually, when they come into downtown, they end up getting off the the one or two off ramps they can get off on, and they actually go backwards and drive the other way. So we're actually making more traffic by not 
by not letting people off earlier to go to where they want to go downtown. And I think you're seeing that across the country. This isn't just a Milwaukee thing. You're seeing people look at cities differently to say, I don't want a freeway down the middle of my neighborhood anymore, and nor would you want one in your neighborhood, right, and going down the middle of your, your central social district where you come together. You're not anti-freeway, though. No, no. I think, you know, the the expansion of the freeway down to Chicago was important. I think that's a huge growth area. I don't think the growth of a freeway should be in the middle of a city. I think it should connect cities. You know, I'm not anti-car, even though I did bike here this morning, Steve. <laughs> so uh, uh, but, you know, I, I think, you know, as, and as I'm biking here, we're talking about, well, what it will do to the side streets. I thought Wisconsin Avenue and Michigan Avenue were closed this morning. There was no, there was no one on them. It's, it's, it's pretty empty, um, except that two times a day. And I think that's where we have to really rethink on how we move people around the city. And I don't think less freeway, elevated freeway, is going to distract or deter people from coming downtown as we, we don't build cities to, like, we don't, our destinations and parking spaces, it's experiences, right? And, you know, you can see from this weekend, it didn't stop 200,000 people from coming downtown in Milwaukee. So is part of the real issue is that there aren't enough exit ramps to get people in the city? I, um, you know, or, I, or I think it's more of a that. rethinking how do we get people to where they want to go in downtown. So not ev- I think everybody thinks, well, you know, how can I get the summer fest? And, and I'm kind of this way people like we don't build cities around a festival that's 10 days. Like, or, you know, that's not the way you want to build a city. You, and actually, what Summerfest actually does is they don't want you to get off at the lakefront. They tell you to get off at St. Paul, exactly where the freeway is going to, would right. you know, in theory, go to grade. And I think so. I think people are not everybody's going to dis. You know, we don't have eighty thousand cars going to Discovery World. That's not how they're moving around the city, and we're just making them get off in a certain direction. Almost. So everybody always wonders about the cost. I think the uh, the upgrade cost, if we kind of redid it, because there's some major pieces of this extension is connected that have to be redone it's like 300 million dollars yeah would the boulevard at grade option whatever that is be significant cheaper well they i mean if you're thinking long term it would be because elevated freeways if you're thinking short term there's probably going to be some uh negotiation there they haven't came out with the, all the numbers yet of what it would cost because they haven't picked a certain project yet so i don't know what their numbers are but if you think about long term where this goes, I mean, we're we're paying for this. We're paying for the um, the upgrades now. We just paid for more upgrades. The Hohen's going to need a couple billion dollars in a couple years, and you know, we start to have to rethink: Do we want people living in our city? Do we want people experiencing the city different? Do we want more people downtown because that seems to be where the demand is, or do we want um, our our lakefront and our in our downtown to be a freeway? He is Jeremy Foyette, founder, co-founder of Milwaukee, and uh, just kind of got to think. Big picture, which I like. That's why he's a guest on the program. We'll take a break here. You can join us, 855-616-1620. Your thoughts on potentially taking it down from above grade to at grade, maybe a boulevard, and what that might mean for the future of Milwaukee. Sandy Max, Steve, right here on this Monday in WTMJ. Joining us in studio on this Monday, along with Sandy Max, is Jeremy Foyette, co-founder, New Milwaukee, and uh, just kind of a, a, an innovator, a guy. Are you still rock climbing? Yeah. yeah I see the pictures. Yeah, yeah. Dude, you're getting up there. I'm getting up there. Start, that's good. Uh, to hit the next level. Not that it has anything to do with what we're talking about. <laughs> I just I saw the pictures. Like, that's we're something I would like to do. It, just so. a big rock climbing wall. Would you take me up on one of those things? Yeah, up, let's go. Let's go. Anytime. I'd love to do it. Yeah. All right. So I, I was thinking about this during the break, and I, I, I kind of teed it up a little bit with you. So we have the expansion, renovation, redo of the I-94 East-West piece, you know, between the zoo and the Marquette, which will be 
I think widened, right? If they get their way. Yeah, yeah yes. that's already happened. Okay, so yeah. that's the governor's approved it yep. and signed off on yep. that. And then all of a sudden you get to the Marquette, and you got to go north, south, and then right now you go up on an elevated mm-hmm. roadway to connect to the lakefront or to the home. How would that physically look if we went at grade? I mean, I'm trying to picture what that would look like. Yeah, I mean, right now the DOT presented seven different alternatives. Um, a couple of those alternatives are dead-ending right around 6th Street, um, or a little before 6th Street, and then some are bringing you in down Michigan Avenue, turning Clyborne into more of a boulevard. Um, so there's a there's a couple different options. What you'll see is almost and kind of like a, I think you'll you'll feel like a Lake Drive experience if you've ever driven down Lake Drive yeah. towards the beach. You'll have these kind of boulevards that are, that have more turn lanes than Lake Drive, and then you'll you'll actually have um, you'll be able to dis- distribute traffic in the in what I think is the best one. Distribute traffic down Michigan, which is you know two lanes and even two park. There's a parking lane on each side, so you have to show six lanes. Um, very underutilized street. It's and actually a lot of garages on the street. Would could see probably about twenty thousand more cars a day um, without even people noticing a difference on the street. You have Clybourne that could turn into this boulevard, and you have some other ulterior motives. So you'll actually come down around like James Lovell Street, and where there, there's there's that option. Then there's a little you'll it'll dead end over by um, where they're putting the new Iron District. Yeah, and so you'll be able to get to downtown still, or you'll be able to go around to the Bucks area, um, or you know where the where you get off on where the parkies used to kind of go. So a couple different options there. And there are seven different Yeah, plans? they have I mean some of them keep the freeway up, some skinny it, some a lot of I mean, you know, the, the biggest challenge right now is Broadway, right? Broadway's exit needs to be changed. Um you know, it really deters so you you're seeing a lot of different ways of of compromise of saying, well let's just make this skinnier because you don't really need the amount of infrastructure they built for the you know the, the just as everybody knows the home carries about 32,000-ish cars a day. It actually was built to carry almost almost 75,000 to 80,000. So we're, we've it's never hit its peak, and it never will. Um, and so we have this overbuilt infrastructure that's costing taxpayers a lot of money. So there are a lot of different options that are being discussed. Who makes the ultimate decision? I mean, that's a it's a probably a decision. Well, it is a decision between the state DOT between the mayor the county executive you know and everybody's voice here i mean we've gotten to this point because the community has kind of said we want something different we want a city for the future we want to build place around people and we want more vibrancy and we want more things to do along the river and we're an area where we've seen a lot of explosion in the third war so i think you, and all of that's kind of is bubbled to the top and now it comes down to your leadership that you elected so the big question is will this actually spur economic development because a lot of folks say well we're freeing up some space it's downtown there's a lot of interest a lot of value in that property in your professional opinion as someone who looks at these big picture items will it do that uh i mean it's instantly will you have like new york city I don't style mean instantly. Long, <laughs> long term long yeah, term it's, it's, look at the same as the park east like i lived uh, is that a fair comparison though yeah, because you had um, it was the same. You have a you have an elevated freeway, and now you have you know billions of dollars. And I'm not just talking about the Pfizer Forum. I'm talking about all the the apartments that went along the river. Right. That wasn't there when the Park East was there. I lived over there when the when the Park East was still a freeway or a spur. I think the same thing will happen. I think it will more happen because you're seeing because the Milwaukee River is a little bit more used on this side, and I think you'll see a lot more cleaning up of the river, and people want to live along, along water. So I, I think you'll see a huge development there, especially because the Third Ward is really the only growing one of the only growing areas in the city. 
One of the texters asked about your opinions about the the hop and how that relates to moving people around in Milwaukee. It's sort of a different subject, but it's still yeah. moving people. You know, I <laughs> how do I say this without everybody getting? You can't say anything about the hop without everybody getting mad. But um, I think to think about the hop, if you really want to take take a bigger picture, it doesn't have the ridership everybody wanted. That's for certain. However, you can't build a, a small anything. If we had if we only built one freeway in the whole city. And it did only connected, you know, the third, like the hone. Would you say it's worth your time, or would you say we should build more connecting roads to that bridge? And I think what I would want to see with the hop is a very extensive plan to move people around the city. And I said, and I'm and I'm going out. You know, we don't build cities for today or tomorrow. We build them for thirty to forty years from now. And I think everybody can't think of they can only think about the instant. And when you start planning around a city that we want to grow to a million, you don't plan it out without moving people around downtown. And I mean, I, I was here hardly over the weekend. You couldn't even get on the hop at times. Like it, it was completely packed. And I can see now if it goes to the lakefront, if it goes to, you know, my vision would have it go off to Potawatomi. It, it is, it is a tourism thing. And a lot of the people that say like, you know, like if you hear a lot of it's from people from the suburbs that say they don't use it, I think it's pretty much majority used by people from the suburbs when they're downtown that's what i see and so i think it i think we could really expand the hop if we want to and i know it's a cost thing and i know there's some restraints and they have to work through that i know sandy's got some more questions i got some more questions you can stick around for one more yeah, segment that's sure jeremy foyette new walkie joining us if you have a question the old national bank talking text line 855-616-1620 the future of 794 Talked about everywhere. It's big meeting today, big public meeting with the the folks at the Business Journal and Mark Cass. I'm sure we'll hear a lot about that and what was talked about. And I think you're on your way over there after this. Right? Correct. Yep. All right. So he'll be there. Uh, questions, fire him away. We'll try to get them in before we uh, let Jeremy go. Join us on WTMJ now. WTMJ now. Stephen Sandy on this Monday. You can join us always eight five five six one six one six one. The old National Bank talking text line. Real quick. So. As a South Sider, Milwaukee County, a lot of us, hell, when I was mayor of Oak Creek, we talked about expanding south at grade 794, that connection from all of those folks who live, which last time I checked, Oak Creek and Franklin, lots of people, mm -hmm. connecting us to the Hone Bridge, connecting us to downtown. You threw out a number 30,000. Yeah, over the Hone, yeah. I say we could almost double that. If we did that, what's your thoughts on that? Um, you could double the number of people who come. I, I just don't think that many people are going to. They come down down at that at that time. I mean, they take forty three, which is probably where they want to go to different spaces. But there's a difference. That's at grade, but that is more acts like a freeway. It's kind of like all the at grade freeways in Detroit. Um, it's not at grade as a boulevard where you can. It get could off. be anything. Though. It could be. It could be. I think. I, I think it's if you want to keep expanding it west and the and the counties want to or sorry south and the counties want to do that. That is their prerogative. Is the same as the prerogative of the city. To say I want something different in my downtown, and um, I'm not saying the home has to be even the home. The home could be a grade too. We could open up billions of development along the lakefront, which we were pretty poor at built, developing along the lakefront. Come on now, you're going to take down what is one of the most iconic symbols of our city, the Home Bridge, beautifully lit. Now, would by you the rather way. have come on hundreds of thousands of people living down the lakefront, or would you rather have a bridge? You think they're going to live where that bridge is? I, I mean, don't think so. Well, thousand. We just had well, how many? How many hundred thousand people came to Summerfest? Right on, right by the, by, on the people want to be on water. You could develop a whole portion of Bayview along the water. You could, you could bring in development along, right by Summerfest. You could, people. I mean, if you go to Europe, people live next to manufacturing plants. Like 
in the they want to redevelop the harbor district people want to live by water you could bring the home down the grade it's going to be the next big conversation as that's going to go through what like a 3.6 billion dollar uh, need do we need this elevated freeway or do we want more people living in, along lakefront that's a huge price tag. $3.6 billion. I mean, that's just a quote from the DOT. Like, there's plenty of different numbers out there that are being thrown on what the cost of the home is going to... For, for what it, and it's the same kind of thing, theory about the hop. It's like, well, if no one uses it, it doesn't have the usage it's needed. Should it be there? Well, I mean, then we have to have the same kind of conversation about the home. I just don't... You know, less and less people are working and more people are working remote. You're going to have less people driving. Like I said, the future of cities is not about going to a central business district. It's going to going to be about social experience and, and other things like that. Uh, from the old National Bank, talking text on the 414. Tear it down! Exclamation point. Milwaukee, <laughs> Milwaukee residents are so myopic. Look past your nose and see the future. We need more better transpa- transportation options. Greg from Milwaukee. Oh, thank you, Greg. So there's, I, there's, I'm not saying there's not a lot of people that support the idea of taking it down. I think there are. And yeah, yeah. The case in no, point think, is the big meeting today. I think the big thing is it's we we have traded convenience for connection in our communities. Where I mean, it, it, the, the CEO of Airbnb just said we're living in the loneliest time in human history. Think about how the way we have designed cities to design ourselves out of interaction with each other, and uh, you know we spend more time in the car commuting alone than we ever have in human history. Um, all these things about every trip you have to take is not about connecting with people. It's about being alone. And I think there's, you know, that's that's more of the mental health effects of how we design cities. But you you have to think about these things when you're designing the city you want for the future. Do you want to attract people to? Freeways make us lonely. Is that what you're saying? Um, I mean, there's a lot of data <laughs> around there. I mean, the further you, li- I mean, we've designed. Think about this. Before we had the major freeway design of the city, the city had seven hundred thousand people. Now there's a lot that goes into us, and I don't want to say that this is the only thing. When we put all the freeways in, we now have lost population since then. So it hasn't helped the city of Milwaukee. It's actually hurt the city of Milwaukee because now we can live further and further and further away um, from it and commute as fast. So all every all the cost of the infrastructure has actually decreased the population, along with other things and crime and schools and things like that. But somebody asked about the impact of, and this is still, I think, a ways away. Driverless cars, autonomous yeah. vehicles, is. At grade, boulevard, stoplights, the way to go, or do we need freeways that kind of just move those things around? Um, I think what you'll probably, I mean, we're ta- they're still not anywhere close. This I is think generation. You, yeah, yeah. So if we're talking long term, I think what you'll actually see is storage units for cars outside of cities. And when you call one, they'll be on demand roaming around cities. Um, you, you know, if you're on the freeway or not, It. I think the technology... It doesn't matter if it's on a freeway. On the, if it can't produce or it can't function on a city street, then we probably don't want them on a city street. So I don't think the freeway or the city streets or the stoplights have anything to do with it. But I think you'll see massive storage units outside cities that store cars overnight, and then they'll actually come into cities um, afterwards. What's that Will Smith movie? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> the one with the robots. Oh, the I, robot. I, I robot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it'll be. You know, you'll have that kind of experience where. You'll just have, instead of storing your stuff, you'll store your car out and you'll call them. It'll be a subscription service. That's we'll make it in. All right. Yeah. Always great to hang. You got one more? Oh, it's a v- very interesting to have those sorts of visions because we are looking at generations, as you're saying, yeah. looking ahead. Let's say this project gets approved. Mm-hmm. What do you estimate the construction time would be and how soon would we see the results of something like this? Um, are you talking about the freeway? The freeway like of seven ninety four um, becoming a, a boulevard and connecting I mean, I the third. Ward. Depends what 
what they go if they if they're tearing it out. I think they there was a twenty twenty eight twenty twenty nine. I mean, I, I feel like the city has never done constructing on freeways, which is another problem. Like I, I know that we you know we go back to ninety four. We're finally getting done with ninety four. Now we're going to redo it again. And you know the impacts of that will be, I think, through 2030 or something like that, or whatever this. So, and then, then I think you're going to have 43 down, like down towards Bayview in the south. That's going to probably be expanded, I'm guessing. And they're going to have to do a lot of the on ramps and off ramps that are uh, crumbling. So, this infrastructure thing, the overbuiltness of it is, is something we really have to think of the future. Is we're spending billions on things we probably didn't need um, at the time, but you know. They were looking for the future, so now we have to kind of play that game. Somebody asked if you drive. Do you drive a car? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're not, you're not, not like anti-car. No, no. Okay. I drive a car. I take the bus. It's just wherever I'm going, whatever's the most, um, you know, that makes the most sense. Like, I bike today. It's nice out. <laughs> I took the, when I was all the Harley stuff downtown, I took the bus because I didn't want to park a car. So always great to see you. Yeah. Jeremy Foyette, Newwalkie, one of the founders. And how can we find out more information? Because I know we've, uh, based on the talk and text line, yeah. uh, piqued a lot of people's curiosity and they uh, want to know more. For me, it's just at, well, you can go to the um, No More 794 website. You can just Google that. There's a lot of stuff. And then I'm on Twitter talking probably way too much at Jeremy L. Foyette, F O J U T. And there's a lot of discussion around there. And he's a good follow on Twitter as well. Yeah, <laughs> fun guy. All right, so I'm going to take you up on that rock climbing thing, even though the texture said don't do it. <laughs> it's, well, See, I'll, they're I'll, fearful. I'll for take him. you on the really easy walls first. We'll get we'll break it in. Oh, so you think I'm like can't handle it? Is that what you're <laughs> well, saying? I don't want to hurt you, Steve. All right, Jeremy, <laughs> before you, we'll take a quick break here. Lots more to get to. WTMJ now.